0: welcome to it's a fucking vibe podcast with your hosts christina bishop and jillian lutz as we give you an unscripted look into our lives each week we will give you a dose of the good the bad the ugly and everything in between personal professional and spiritual we plan to educate and elevate your mindset self-care meditation cannabis and energetic practices We will also be introducing you to other experts who will share their knowledge and gifts to help motivate and inspire. So buckle up because you're in for one hell of
1: a ride. Our goal is to empower you to discover your purpose, ignite your inner badassness, and create the life you deserve. Zero fucks given because you fucking matter. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of it's a fucking vibe podcast with your host me Christina and miss Jillian here and today we actually have a little bonus little mini episode for you guys and I'll let Jill go ahead and tell you exactly what we're going to be diving into today.
0: So we have had the fortunate um Experience of becoming patients with impact psychedelics and impact psychedelics is a company that provides at home ketamine therapy treatments. So we have gone come on as patients and we have already completed our first ketamine dose. And for those of you that are not aware, ketamine is a psychedelic that does some what I think about, when I think about ketamine, I think about it as it acts as a a way to kind of shut the ego off so that we can get out of our minds and really be able to see our feelings and our thoughts from almost like a third person perspective.
1: That's a good way to look at it. And also I will say that unlike other psychedelics, it doesn't have those endless thought loops. So it might not be as overwhelming, at least right off the bat, as some other things would initially be.
0: So I don't have experience with anything like this. (laughs) So really taking the time to learn about what ketamine can do for you and really taking the time to learn about impact psychedelics and what at-home ketamine therapy treatments are actually used for. So a lot of times when we hear the word ketamine, like people think horse tranquilizers, right? Like that's like the first go to when you hear ketamine. At least that's my what parents. you think when you my hear my parents. It. Yes, that's the first <laughs> thing that comes to my mind. Because <laughs> of my parents, right? Like it's the stigma out there is like ketamine is bad. It's a psychedelic. It's used for different things. Like why are we using it for therapy? But taking the time to speak with and hear from the owners of Impact Psychedelics, from Christina and Matt, it just really opened my eyes to the power that this drug can have. Like, yes, it is considered a psychedelic, but when it's used intentionally and it's the dosing that is for you prescribed by a doctor and you are working with a coach and you make it so that it is an intentional process of a therapeutic session, the power that it can have is endless. It's amazing, right? Like there are people that use ketamine and do ketamine therapy assisted treatments to overcome things like PTSD, to come overcome things such as depression and anxiety. Because like I said, the way I view it is It is a drug that is able to shut the mind and shut that ego monkey brain off so that we are able to view some situations or feelings that may come up from a complete outsider's perspective. And when we start thinking about some of these things without the ketamine, you can go into those crazy loops of like, why me? And like, just kind of go into that dark place even further. And that was one thing that I really
1: liked about with Impact is not only are Christina and Matt incredibly knowledgeable, and of course, they answer all your questions and make you feel super comfortable right off the bat, but there is so much content and material in that portal on their podcast. And then getting access to the community to have those Monday calls, to be in that group chat, and then you just have the energy and the vibe from everyone else as well, it was just huge for me to really feel that support in all those ways and i feel like that also helped me look at it in a different way but i really like going back to that content is how they set you up with being able to create that space yes. do it intentionally because like you were saying when you do it intentionally and you're not overdoing it right you're you're starting low and slow and you're figuring out which dose is best for you that's where it's super healing and just so therapeutic and super fucking transformational. I mean, like you said, again, it's for the PTSD, the anxiety and the depression. And if you Google ketamine and, you know, find the stories where people have done the therapies and what they've come, you know, out as it's like, insane at this transformation, right? Just how they kind of wipe that slate clean and that mindset shift and everything moving forward. And I mean, I can already see a little bit of that just after the first dose.
0: One thing that I do want to point out for our listeners too, is that when you do, so like I'm fresh and new to all the the whole world of psychedelics, right? It's always been something that's intriguing to me, but I've never even like attempted to Try anything because you hear all the horror stories, right? Right. You hear about people overdosing or going into K-holes and like just doing too much. When that happens and when you're reading about those like horror stories, if you do Google, I can tell you right now it's because those people were not doing it intentionally. Right. The way impact sets you up for success By providing all of these resources and talking you through how to set up that space, how to make it so that it is a spiritual practice, if you think about it, that in itself is what made me feel comfortable to even try it, right? Because it's not like I'm just doing this willy-nilly with my friends and whatever you get off the street. No, the ketamine is being prescribed by a doctor. Like you meet with with Matt, who is a doctor, Matt. You meet with
1: and board certified physician. And yeah, that's the difference between those horror stories, right? Is like those people are just getting stuff from any random Joe Schmo on the street. And no, you are meeting with a board certified physician. Yes, it is virtually, it's all online. So you get to do it in the comfort of your own home. But Matt is a legitimate doctor. He dives into the clinical side, talks about all your medical history. First and foremost, make sure that this is a good fit for you. He's not just going to throw something at you because he believes in it. He genuinely, both of them, him and Christina, genuinely want to help heal collective consciousness one person at a time. So they genuinely want to freaking help. So everything from that first call to Matt, to your initial call with Christina, to all the information there in the portal and those integrated calls afterwards, like they are there 100% to support you and totally just kind of shift that perspective of, Oh my gosh, this is a drug. It's bad. I know Jill said, you know, she hasn't done any psychedelics. I have done psychedelics, but I had no idea what ketamine was. I don't even know if I had heard of ketamine. I mean, I can't say before impact because I have seen a handful of people, you know, online over the last year or two, you know, maybe talk about it or mention it, but I had no idea (laughs) what ketamine was before then. So to find out that there's, you know, another healing modality that's available to us that is not part of, you know everything else that's just going to give you more symptoms and make matters worse, then absolutely sign me up. And especially when it is done and administered the way that it is, I feel safe. I feel comfortable. I feel supported. If I ever have questions, they're both right there to answer anything that I might have to ask.
0: Absolutely. And the the fact that they walk you through how to set up your space and how to get ready for your dosing of ketamine was so helpful for me because I was able to turn that into a spiritual practice, right? Like how we are intentional with our meditations is how I viewed dosing with ketamine. So some of the things that I made sure that I did beforehand was clean my space, rid the space of clutter. Then what else did I do? We ate a nutritious and filling meal. Yes beforehand, you do have to wait an hour. So you do have to plan and you do have to to have to be very intentional about the time that you're going to do your dosing, because you want to make sure that your space is set. You want to make sure that you're eating a nutritional and healthy nourishing meal beforehand, but you also want to make sure that you're giving yourself the time to have that hour in between so that your body can begin to digest that food. And then after that, like in between, like, what did I do while I was waiting in the hour? The first time I, I took a shower because the thought was I'm going to cleanse myself of all the bad energy for the day. So not only did I clean my space, but I cleaned my body. I then grabbed my sage and my Palo Santo and I went all around the house and <laughs> I cleans- like literally just cleansed my space to make sure that I was set up for success. You know, I put my comfy clothes on. I got my candles out. I had my oils, my crystals, my journal. I had everything all set and ready to go as if I was set up to go into a deep meditative practice. I actually did almost the exact same thing.
1: (laughs) I made sure that, yeah, I cleaned the house. I dusted, I vacuumed, there was a lot of dishes in my kitchen, so I did the dishes. I made dinner. I don't know if it was a healthy, nutritious meal because I did make nachos, <laughs> but it wasn't terrible. There was protein and veggies.
0: You they're know, fine.
1: they're fine. And it was something that I enjoyed, and I made it with love. I swear, making those nachos is like therapeutic. So <laughs> <It's still laughs> for me, and then yeah, after I ate. I made sure that I cleaned up the kitchen. I also took a shower. I got my comfies on. I saged not the whole apartment because my son yells at me, so just my bedroom. <laughs> and I got my journal and I put my diffuser on. I think I also lit a candle and an incense. I made sure I had a few crystals nearby. And then I had a friend actually sent me a playlist And as soon as I was done watching Christina's video, because she has that video of creating your space and kind of starting out with that, you know, intentional journaling there at the very beginning. But
0: also don't forget that that video is not just a video of how to set up your space. It is also a guided meditation. Mm -hmm. So as you begin dosing, like she walks you through not only how to set up your space, but like setting the intention yes. with your ketamine in front of you, what is your intention? And then after you consume your ketamine, there's a, it's about 20 to 25 minutes of yeah, a meditation. Yeah.
1: For sure. And it totally sets you up and gets you in the right mindset. And it was after that, that I switched on this playlist and I literally journaled, like, I'll flip back here and I'm going to count how many pages granted it is like a little small notebook okay but like and I don't know why I just held that up because our listeners are listening and not watching (laughs) but there's 12. I did 14 pages
0: wow
1: that first time and I remember waking up the very next day because it's been a couple days now and I immediately started journaling when I woke up I think I did four more pages yes wow that is
0: insane. That and is it was
1: such a productive insane. weekend. Like I got so much done all weekend and I just felt happy. Yeah. Like I was mentioning, I can already start noticing some shifts like during and after I'm just sitting here, just feeling so happy, so yeah. happy, so positive, so like uplifted. And I like recognize that I was feeling that way. And I tried to figure out, you know, why, like, I'm just sitting here in my room and like. There was no why, like I just felt happy. I just was all smiling, just felt good. And I even wrote that down. Like, yeah, I felt super positive afterwards. I was really productive all weekend long, just happy.
0: Yeah, that is amazing. My my experience was kind of similar, I guess. I, I remember messaging you, Christina, back and forth and being like, I don't feel anything. Like, what is this? Like, I don't feel anything, Right. And then, which is true, it's accurate. Like I definitely didn't feel like loopy or what I, I guess, anticipated, right? It was more of a calming and I felt very much, very content. You know, my body and my energy, I felt warm inside. I just felt super connected to my body and very content with sitting there for however long it was doing absolutely nothing. Right. I remember telling you I
1: was journaling and you were like, you were like, I'm just sitting here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was, I just sat there for a while and I was like, why don't I? And I kept thinking, well, why don't I have the urge to journal? What am I like? What do I want to do? What should I be doing right now? And then all of a sudden, like, Mm -hmm. as I was going through those (laughs) loops, I was like, oh my God, where's my journal? Now, mind you, before this, I was very hesitant to journaling in the first
1: place. I'd be like, why don't you journal? And you'd say, eh, it's just really not my thing. I don't, I
0: don't get it. So resistant to journaling. And then all of a sudden it was like this whole wave, this urge came across my entire body. Like, and, and like in an instant, I'm like, where's my journal? Like, I need it. Where's my journal? Where's my pencil? And I kept like, I just wrote and wrote and wrote. I don't have as many pages as Christina. But <laughs> I could tell by my handwriting that it was just like that quick, like I had to get all these thoughts out because then it got messy and I had to be okay with the journal being messy. And I remember distinctly thinking what I was writing in my journal wasn't necessarily positive. It was A lot of self-reflection as to why I respond the way that I did in a certain type of situation. And when I thought about these situations outside of the ketamine experience, it always made me feel sad or made me feel anxious or some type of way internally. But I definitely 1000% recall that moment of clarity where I was writing stuff that was kind of sad but I was happy. Like I felt content. I felt at peace as I was writing because it was almost so cathartic as, wow, I can finally make sense of this and figure out why I'm feeling this way. But at the end of the day, be grateful to be having this experience, to view it from a different perspective, to give me some insight as to what needs to shift, where healing needs to happen next, is really what I kept thinking.
1: Yeah, I remember you showing me your journaling. You're like, it's so messy. And I'm like, it's like brain dumping. It doesn't have to be pretty. Life isn't always pretty. Just get it the fuck out. Sometimes that's just all that we need to do. I mean, yeah, I journaled the entire time as far as how, like, it physically felt. I felt like, I don't want to say weightless because I don't feel like that's the right word, but like really light and airy, a little floaty, but not like bad spacey or anything, not like lightheaded and I'm going to faint or anything like that. Just really relaxed, really at ease. Yeah. Just really light and airy for the most part is really all that I can really think of. And like you were saying, I don't know that I would have necessarily noticed if I wasn't sitting here like waiting yes. for something to happen because I didn't know what to expect. I, I have done mushrooms and that has been overwhelming for me. It's been a little much and I haven't always had the greatest time on those. So I was a little nervous going into this, even being told it's completely different. You don't have the thought loops, all the things. I was like, oh my gosh, okay, what's this going to be like? What's it going to be like? But it was so light and so mellow. It was such like a perfect introduction. Mm. because it helped just kind of put me at ease, put my mind at ease. So I didn't overthink all on my own, regardless of whatever the heck, you know, I was doing. So I was really grateful for that because it was super mellow to go into it that, yeah, if I wouldn't have been sitting there, you know, journaling like, okay, it's been 30 minutes, been 45 minutes there it is. <laughs> there it is. If I would have been, you know, up and about or doing something and not paying attention, I don't think I would have noticed Is how just light and mellow this first experience was.
0: I agree with that. Except the only thing that was a little different for me is, and again, I guess I, because I was paying attention, right? Like my body just felt at peace. It felt at ease. And I remember, Oh, I for- totally forgot about this. I, that day that we did that first dose, I had, so I am, I've, I had low backs. I have had back surgery, um, a handful of years ago, and I still struggle with back pain. That is just residual back pain. And that day, I remember telling you before we dosed how bad my back was hurting that day and how uncomfortable I felt. And then During that time, I was scanning my body. And that's when I was feeling like I felt like my energy, it just felt full. It felt like full of love. And then I felt like warm in my body. And then I was like, but wait a minute, my back pain, it's not there right now. Like it's gone.
1: (laughs) I love that. And they say, though, they say in addition to the anxiety, the depression, the PTSD, it can be really good for chronic pain. Mm -hmm. So it's like... I feel like everybody has anxiety or depression or chronic pain to some degree to where this could be really beneficial and therapeutic.
0: Yes, I agree. And then just the effects afterwards too. I feel like I've been able to shift my mindset a lot a bit from just that one experience. And it was the witnessing myself looking at something not so great that I was writing in my journal and an experience that I was journaling about that was not a good experience. But the fact that I could sit there and look at it from a very objective viewpoint really helped me the next couple of days after really continue that positive mindset of okay, well, like shit happens in our lives, but what are we learning from it?
1: Right. It makes me super excited for our second dose. Like I find myself sitting here like counting down <laughs> the day, and I cannot
0: wait. Yes, I cannot wait either. I'm so excited. I'm so excited for the next dose to see what's going to come. You know, like the next dose, it does increase. So where I don't even remember how many milligrams I had for my first dose. And I don't even know if you and I had the same. We did. It goes from 50 to 100 to
1: 150 to 200 for the most part. If one of us had had, you know, experience with ketamine before, maybe we were coming from another clinic, then maybe we would have started elsewhere. But because neither one of us had done ketamine, and even though I'd done mushrooms, it was, you know, a while ago, not the best experience. So we were both complete noobs. going into this so just like I tell people with cannabis right is start low and slow like don't go into it all willy-nilly like figure out your happy place and you're not going to figure that out by diving in the freaking deep end you need to go into the shallow end and walk
0: slowly until you find where you're happiest And that's where you chill that's where you hang out yeah and I am I'm super pumped for our next dose yes I cannot wait like
1: I'm ready for all of it. I want to see, yeah, like how much of it changes? Does it get, you know, drastically different? Are we going to go way deeper? Is it just going to be a little bit? Is it going to be the same? Like,
0: I don't know. (laughs) We don't know. But when we do find out, we'll be back to share it with all of you listeners.
1: Yes. So we are doing this for our first month. So, like we just laid out those four weeks. So, we're going to be bringing you one of these mini episodes in between our normal episodes just to really bring you along this ketamine journey. If anybody is interested in learning more, we'll make sure that the links for impact are in the description. We'll also put the link for a discovery call. So, if you want to hop on the phone with somebody, you want to ask some questions, get everything answered whatever, whatever you want to do, like they are there and happy to support you every step of the way. I know that I'm super happy that I became a patient and I love having those integrated calls with Christina. It definitely helps to kind of be able to talk through whatever came up for you.
0: Yes, that, that is definitely the most important piece of it is being supported through the process. Right. And that's what definitely helps to relieve that anxiety of trying like something new or like a new, like a psychedelic in general, the fact that you are completely supported and guided through the entire process.
1: Right. Like, yes, you are at home. So you could potentially be alone in that scenario. But again, it's prescribed by an actual doctor and you have support every step of the way. I mean, you have those integrated coaching calls, you have that impact team there for you. If you need anything, questions, concerns, anything, they are there. They genuinely, like we said at the very beginning, just want to help.
0: Yeah. So like Christina said, we're going to drop all of the info in the notes section of, or the description of this episode. And that way you can go and check out and, you know, feel free to send us messages too on social if you have questions for us um, in regards to our experience. But we definitely look forward to coming back next week and telling you all about our second dose. Yes, because as always, make
1: yourself a priority. You fucking matter. Bye, y'all. Bye-bye.